astrology, zodiac signs, tarot cards, palmistry. That's right. We're going to be dealing with the occult and cults. Stay tuned as we kick off a new series on Truth Be Told, Hosea 4-6 Podcast. What's happening, everybody? This is your boy, Trevor Trev, one half of TBT Hosea 4-6, coming to you with a, another one. Hope everybody has been well. Hope everybody is doing good. Listen, uh, we are, yeah, we're a year old. Uh, I think we turned a year old in May, I think, either May or April, one or two. Either way, we're a year old. Uh, so we celebrate and thank God for being one years old and uh, being on uh, our platforms as, as um, having so many downloads. So we, we thank God and appreciate each and every one of you who have downloaded. I know within, uh, I was sharing with Jamal, um, I looked uh, maybe about a few weeks ago, I was checking. But anyways, when all of the UFO talk, you know, the, uh, the U.S. is going to disclose some UFO information or unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP is the new term. Um, the episode we did with Joe Jordan, man, the downloads for that shot through the roof. People want to know. People people want to know about these experiences they having about uh, seeing stuff in the sky or, you know, talking about, man, I was laying there and the being came in my room and I was so scared. You know, stuff like that. You know, they, I mean, this is, you know what I'm saying? We laugh and stuff like that, but it, that real talk, this stuff, this stuff happened, yo. I mean, everybody has had some type of experience. I, I can't count the amount of, amount of times I've get, I'm getting inboxes on my personal social media pages. And then there's times where we have had inboxes on our um, shared social media page with TBT Hosea 46, where people have talked about or have, have asked us or just wanted to share with us about sleep paralysis you know where you're, you're sleeping and you can't move and you all of a sudden you seeing something up in your room you know and there's other phenomena some people may experience it to a greater degree than other folks um you might like i like i tell people however you want them demons to appear how whatever your whatever your poison that's what they're going to appear to you as but anyways so we're going to be um we're going to be dealing with that in this series so like i said you guys heard the info uh infomercial that started us out the introduction this is a new series i talked with jamal about this i said man i said this is something you know i'm studying um you know we were just featured on a podcast i want everybody to make your way over to youtube i believe they're on spotify and apple as well uh itunes the podcast is called love thy neighbor podcast you can find them again on youtube i believe they're on podbeam spotify and apple you can find them on those outlets again it is called love thy neighbor podcast definitely check that interview out on youtube uh this is it's episode four the title is called woke and we dealt with 
what we're going to be dealing with over this series. So how I'm going to break it down, we're not going to get fully into it today. Um, but over the course of time, what, what's, going to, what's going to happen is we're going to do a lot of, lot of discussion on the occult and occult practices because a lot of the stuff is being commercialized, if I can get it straight, um, then I'm, I'm going to have a good day. But anyways, I'm recording this once I got off my full-time gig. So anyways, um, so we're going to break it down. We're going to start with what's popular. We're going to start with, you know, what, what's most known, what's, what, what's widely practiced. And a lot of us, we might practice this stuff without even knowing it. You know, we might just be in, in casual conversation and we think it's harmless, but really what we're doing is is part of the occult. And why is it up? So we're going to look at some social constructs, constructs. Why is it up? And there's actually some some academic literature out on this that, that talks about the rise of witchcraft. Uh, what does that say about uh, restlessness in society? So so uh, I can't wait to get that in. That's probably going to come. That episode probably probably we'll probably use that as a cap episode or somewhere in between, because some people are like man give me give me the funky give me give me the fresh man give it to me funky give it to me live because man I want that I want that meat but you throwing something like well we're gonna look at the social construct and some people are like man goodbye I'm not downloading that Joe you know Trev you off uh, you off chain today bro you wilding out but but seriously we're gonna be looking at that um, and talking about that I think one thing. One thing we got to look at as well is culture. Um, because doing some studying, and I know you all know this as well, but, you know, there's some cultural practices that, I mean, this is their religion, you know, and we can come in and we can, we can straight demonize that. And one thing that, that, always bothered me. I grew up in Pentecostal holiness. Okay. I grew up in the, uh, the church of God in Christ. Some of us have heard of that. Uh, some of us may not have heard that, but, uh, it's Trinitarian. Let me get that out there straight. Um, but I grew up in the grand old church of God in Christ. And we were always told, well, don't do that. It's demonic, but we were never told why. And I guess I'm going to start us off right here. Why I got so involved with this is a couple, couple, couple things. I guess you can say this. I remember in 2012, I was, oh God, I don't even know how old I was in 2012, maybe 25 ish. I think I was 25. Okay. So almost about nine years ago. Okay. Dang, it's, it's been that great day. Boy, getting old out this joint, man. <laughs> um, I remember I asked the pastor, I said, hey, man, you know, let me ask you a question. And you guys know, you know, Pentecostals, you know, they believe in speaking in tongue. And, you know, I'm not not here to debate that right now. We'll, we might have a future episode on on his tongues for today. And what is tongues, biblically speaking? But we'll have that's another episode. But anyways, so doing service, anybody, anybody out here that that has been to charismatic church pentecostal church you know that at one point in time in service you're going you guarantee somebody going to say oh uh, come on zion come on and give god a hand clap of prayer. oh come on and let's just worship god lift those hands slip those hands up to heaven and go into your heavenly language 
Oh, come on in. Let's go into your heavenly land. No musicians. I don't want you playing right now. We we want the sound of Pentecost. We want to go into our heavenly language. Go into your heavenly language. And so it, it it's the tongues. It's the you know, you got you, you know what I'm talking about. Not the profound, but so I'm um, you know. I'm off. I came back to the church point time. I came back in the church. I was wilding out early my teens, early twenties. Uh, I was straight wilding. I mean, wild. I got I got some some friends talking about some man. Uh, I should have spilled the beans at your wedding, but uh, you better hope you don't. You 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 better hope that you don't die before I do, because I'm telling everybody some stuff about you in a good way. But anyways, it's a testament of of God's. God's goodness, his grace and mercy upon my life. But anyways, uh, let's keep it moving. So I was like, you know, I'm doing some studying and reading, and this question is on me, right? Question on me. Job, I think it's Job 2, okay? Job chapter 2, starting at verse 1. Uh, the sons of God presented themselves, and I'm not reading, I don't, I'm not reading the Bible. I'm just paraphrasing. So don't don't man trip about that John quoting quoting scripture wrong. I'm I'm serious. If I cut my camera on, you guys could probably um see I don't have I have Bibles here. I'm in my in my office, but I don't have nothing open. But anyways, the sons of God presented themselves before God, right? The angels they come, uh, here comes Satan. Right? Here comes, here comes big S Satan. Another topic for another day. But anyways, su- supposedly big S Satan. Anyways, uh, Satan, where have you been at? You know, roaming to and fro, looking looking for somebody to mess with. If you consider my servant Job, right? They're having a full blown conversation now. You telling me tongues is the heavenly language? So I said, you know, I started thinking about that. So I asked the pastor, called him up. So let me ask. You, oh Lord, excuse me, I had to belch. Oh Lord. Um. Anyways, so I said, let me ask you a question. I said, you said tongues is heavenly language. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, we believe that's Pentecostal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've I've heard that some people said this this the this the language of the angels, like what Paul said. Even though that's a hyperbole, hyperbole, hyperbole. If I could, if I could, anyways, I'm gonna leave that alone. I said that's the language you say is angels, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they're having a they're, they're speaking in tongues with God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I said, well, that means that either Satan can understand tongues or there's a language between God and Satan that they can understand. And his response was one of somebody that was irate. I don't know why you would ask me such a question like that. You need to repent. It's not in the Bible. If God wanted us to know, he would have had it in the Bible. And see, this is a genuine question. It's not to pick a fight. I had a question, a genuine question, genuine question. And I was shut down. It, it, it bothered me for the longest time, for the longest time. I was deeply hurt. I'm going to be straight out. I was hurt by his response. And um, so that kind of propelled me, you know, looking at that. And then, you know, when I was growing up, my mom had us watching horror movies and then I had experiences, man. Um, not ashamed to t- say it. I mean, literally seeing figures, black figures in my room at night. Um, 
feeling my covers ripped off of me, uh, sitting on my bed, slapping and, and screaming. And I was living with my mom at the time. And, and she would say, you know, I heard screaming, you know, it sounded like you were screaming. I said, it wasn't me. And I finally told my mom the other day, you know, and we got to talking about that. And one thing that really, really had me like, whoa, briefly, I was, I think I told y'all this story before. If not, this is the first time I, uh, this, I was out in the world. I was wilding out. I was, I was, you know, doing my thing. I was dating this girl at the time. She was, um, you know, me, I heard her together for a couple of years. She was into Shintoism. And, uh, you know, I think that's the, the indigenous religion of Japan. Uh, you know, a lot of ancestor worship, what have you. Um, so anyways, I'm sleeping in my room about two o'clock in the morning. Cause I, after this experience, my phone rang, it was a, it was another girl I had on the well, more so friends. So but anyways, I was sleeping. I, this figure was standing. It was, it was very angry, breathing real heavy. I mean, it, it, it was like the grim reaper, no lie, straight up like the grim reaper, look like the grim reaper minus the, uh, the, the, um, little sword thing in the hand. I forget what you, what you call it. Uh, um, so, but anyways, breathing real heavy, this thing looked like a wet dog had the long, like hair, like a wet dog, just real, was breathing real heavy, long fingernails. I mean, like this thing wanted to kill me. Seriously. So anyways, I, I just pass it off as a bad dream. All right. So next, next, the following week, my, my girl at the time spent the night in my house. And uh, really, my mama house. But anyway, we're going we gonna to leave that there. I was young. I was in my early 20s. I was young. But anyways, she spent the night. And it's, it's about 2 o'clock in the morning. And I can hear her. Now, she's sleeping on the same side that this occurrence happened on. Same side. In the same position. I was laying on my right side. She was laying on the right side. I can hear her crying in her sleep. Like, <laughs> like that. Panting. And. I said, I woke her up. I said, hey, hey you are, you are. Right. She said, she said, I felt like this, uh, this, this, this angry woman, this black figure was standing over me, breathing angrily. And my hand to God, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Shook me. I mean, I was afraid that that here on out, I slept with the TV on. It was on christian networking all the time and it's you know having them foo-foos on there the probably reason why them things was coming in my room anyways but anyways those are some experience that led me to to get involved in here plus seeing a demon cast out a woman at, at the age of six you know actual i mean this lady bit a chunk out of an old school king james bible them thick jumps but anyways but that what that's what led me on this this path i've always been interested in demonology from a christian perspective i think I think we as in the Protestant on the Protestant side need to do a better job of, of talking to that because I'm seeing a lot of young people and that's my heart. That's my heart is young people drift away because we're not getting answers from pastors. Like I was, I could have easily left the church easily, but what did I do? I went out and I searched it. I went to school. I got, I, I got a couple degrees, a couple degrees. I got a, you know, I got a bachelor's of science of religion and uh, concentration in biblical and theological studies with a double minor in biblical studies. Then I, I went on to pursue my MDiv in Christian apologetics. 
you know, and I was heavy with this stuff. This is what drove me. I wrote several times on demonology, on hell, you know, um, because these, these practices are becoming so known right now, so known, so, so accepted. So accepted. So, so, um, recent, I think it was in 2020, uh, uh, several different articles came out about how occult practices are on the rise. It wasn't too long ago. I think after right at the, uh, the height of George Floyd incident, a lot of protesting on the back end of that, I believe it was some exorcist out in, uh, Portland, Oregon. They were talking about, uh, uh, exorcism are on the rise, even exorcists, uh, uh, Catholic exorcist. You can read, uh, uh, go and, um, matter of fact, Google father, Vincent, uh, Rupert, I think that's his last name, but you can Google him. And he, he says that, uh, a demand for exorcisms are on the rise. I just saw an article today. I sent an article to several people. Let me pull it up on my phone right quick. Give me a second. It says, is there, it is the article by, um, End of the American Dream.com. I saw this today. Let me make sure when this thing ain't published. I ain't giving y'all some old stuff. March 23rd, 2021. This is June. That was that's a few months ago. That's a couple months ago. Few months ago. The article title is Is there a reason why demonic possession seems to be getting a lot more common in our society? Right? When I saw this, I saw this. It had uh Dr. Richard Gallagher's face on the on the um on one of the um, article pictures or whatever. And I was like, I'm several people I sent this to, several pastors I sent this to. I say, hey, man, I interviewed the psychiatrist on there, man, that they're getting, they're coming around to the idea of this. Well, why is it? Why is it? Because the occult is now being, one, is being commercialized, but more people are warning because of COVID and job shutting down, they want control of their reality. And that's what the occult is doing. It gives you a sense of control, but, you know, so we're going to be dealing with, with a lot of this. I don't want to get uh, too deep, but just starting off, I'm going to give you today what the occult is. The occult, this is coming from, uh, I'm going to give you a couple of definitions. The occult, uh, give me one. So I'm going to give you all three. Let's, let's do three. All right. So this is from Dave Hunt's book on occult invasion. All right. So he defines the occult as is the word occult comes from the latin occultus which means concealed or hidden all right he goes on to say it involves mystic knowledge and magic powers received from the spirit world and dispensed for the benefit of devotees or directed deconstructively at enemies by those who have been initiated into its secrets the masters of, of occult power are known as medicine men or women Witch doctors, witches, psychics, priests, sorcerers, astrologers, gurus, yogis, shamans, mediums, seers, or healers. Uh, and this is good. Let me keep reading this one. Uh, he goes on to say, so some of those involved with occult powers attribute them to a variety of deities, others to a force, capital F, as he has it in quotations, inherent within the universe with a dark and light side which humans can tap into still others claim they are simply using a normal power of the mind, which can be cultivated in a special state of consciousness. Huh? 
There are also those who attribute co-powers to God of the Bible, which is very true. All right. So that's what um, Dave Hunt says. I'm going to give you, if I can, I'm not trying to belabor the time. Somebody's like, man, you should have had that joint ready already. I know my fault, my fault, my fault. All right. So this is coming from volume one of Occult Theocracy uh, by Lady Queenborough. I think that is a guise for Edith Starr Miller. But anyways, it's coming from Occult Theocracy. Uh, when she writes on the meaning of occultism. Uh, so first she says, uh, there are the charlatans who tricks, whose tricks in line of spiritism are generally sooner or later mask. Uh, secondly, occultists operate in secrecy and hide their meetings from all, but initiate with the greatest care. So again, she's basically saying, you know, to sum her up, is occultism is some secret. Now she does add modern occultism. So on the other hand, a modern cultism, like uh, what she says is practical Kabbalah. And on the other hand, Indian yogism That's something we're going to be looking at as well. Both of those. And she goes on to say, both of which have always had their apps more or less openly. Uh, she says the Kabbalah is a cult science itself. It is a secret theology of the initiates theology essentially satanic in a word in a word the counter theology our god the god of the christians is the power of evil and, and she what she's talking about here is the uh, teaching in the occult world so i'm gonna get this briefly and then i'm gonna get off because i want to spend some episodes dealing with this so one of one of the teachings in a lot of the occult circles okay uh, you can't i'm not going to put it on everybody that's not on, that's not fair i'm not I'm not um, well versed on every single uh, occult society, so to speak. So I, I can't put this on all of them. But anyways, a lot of their teachings is the Judeo-Christian God, God, the father uh, that sent his only his. Let me say this, his most unique one of a kind son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. Uh, that that God is the evil God is really Satan. And that Lucifer is the true God. And I'm going to show you where at they get this from. It starts in the garden. All right, shut up, Trevor, because you're going to get in start. You're going to start going too far more than what you want to go into today. All right, cool. I got you. All right. So those are a couple of them. Let me give you one. Um, the history magazine. If y'all can find this, you need to, you need to get this. You need to get it. Um, History Channel put out a magazine. One of the, I don't know which issue this is. Um, the date code is seven. It says display until July the 9th, 2021, but it's the History Channel. It's called Paranormal Ghosts, Aliens, and the Unexplained. But what they say about the occult is the word occult can bring to mind dark magic, black masses, or other unfavorably imagery. It simply refers to anything supernatural. Uh, dealing with matters and practices, especially those that involve mysticism, magic, and spirituality. So it therefore includes all, all forms of divination. And I'll stop right there because we're going to deal with, now what's going on? So it includes all forms of divination. One of the oldest and most widespread forms of divination is astrology. And so that is going to be, and I'm going to close it on here. That is going to be the next episode, we're going to be talking about 
astrology. Why? Because it is probably perhaps the most well-known and widest practice, which this includes zodiac signs. All right. So again, this is a new series coming to you. Again, I know this uh, is, it wasn't a in-depth episode like we normally do, but stay tuned. I'm going to have some guests on. I might have somebody on dealing with the astrology uh and and or help me to to parse that a little bit more or just ask somebody that was an astrologer but now is in the faith that's that's something else that we'll deal with and it's also going to cover new ageism because that is the occultism of today and we're going to be dealing with what is neo-shamanism neo-shamanism remember remember that phrase is something what anthropologists are calling these people are calling new agers today is neo-shamans where they pull from all sorts of spirituality in part and I'm closing and I'll holler at y'all in a little bit. Our next episode, Neo shamanism is cultural appropriation. I'm going to take what I like and y'all can keep the rest. I appreciate you. God bless you. Hey, look, quick, quick, quick shout out to Canada. Shout out to the Netherlands, Australia, uh, Korea, uh, Japan, um, I'm gonna have a list of countries that we have been downloaded South Africa, uh, where else we at in, in London, uh, England, uh, the Netherlands, Iceland, man, are we, Hey, look, God bless you. Uh, shout out to y'all, the different States where we got, man, I'm gonna have all the state. I know California, heavy New York, heavy download, um, Texas, Florida, of course, Virginia. That's where we're from. VA, VA two up, two down. Um, so shout out to all y'all. I'm going to have a list so I don't forget anybody. Like, man, he ain't shot my state. I ain't listening no more. I'm going to do that next episode. We're going to shot everybody out because y'all have helped us get to over, last I checked, was 2,200 downloads within a year. So, hey, look, we thank God for that. We thank God for that. It can be just five downloads. We still thank God for that. It can be one download. We still thank God for that. All right? Listen, God bless you. We love you. May God keep you. Uh, may he make his face to smile for to shine upon you, turn his face toward you. May he be gracious to you. May the blood of Jesus Christ cover you and may the Holy Spirit, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit go with you. It is in Jesus Christ's name. God bless you. We love you. Peace. Peace.